time for the most action-packed podcast in the pro wrestling world. It's time for the Mega Powers Pro Wrestling Podcast. We bring you the latest and greatest in professional wrestling from the WWE and AEW to the excitement of the independent scene. You get it all here in one place. The Mega Powers Pro Wrestling Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Rob T. and K-Bay Chris. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Rob T. You're listening to the Mega Powers Pro Wrestling Podcast. And, of course, you know I can't do this thing without my partner, my brother from another mother, the man, the myth, the legend, y'all. He is. Give it to me one time. See, si, mi nombre is K-Fabe Chris. <laughs> is this K-Fabe Chris or Fito? Who's, who are we talking to? <laughs> Dude, I was counting by his chair, sir, on the floor. Okay. And I can't count that high. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. What's up, Chris? How you feeling, man? I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling a lot better than I did on Friday night, Saturday. Like, I was dying. Yeah, shit turned quick, didn't it? <laughs> it did. I was turned. I was like, right now, my last will and testament. So just so everybody knows, uh, I, I had uh, texted Chris because, uh, you know, we normally do a recap show. We didn't do one last week. Honestly, some things came up and I, I texted Chris. I was like, you know, I really can't do it. Uh, had some stuff come up. So... He was just like, all right, no problem. And then what happened, Chris, right after that? Well, I went to bed and my fever went to like 101. I was shivering. And mind you, my AC was acting up. So it was like 80 degrees in my house and right. I was freezing cold. Wow. Wow. Did yeah. you ever find out what you had or? I probably had Osco. Someone was pissing me off or something. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I was. I even tried to get my wife to give me ojo, but. She, she don't want to waste any eggs so <laughs> that's hilarious so well i'm glad you're better but because of that you were not able to make the nlw show hollow Nights, which sucked because like i i told you i had my friend patrick with me and i repurchased yeah. his ticket too right right so but you know what it's all for the promotion so i ain't even worried about that it's that's just cool. sucks that we didn't get to go be there live that's a, the yeah well we're gonna have to take patrick with us on the next one for sure and we'll talk yeah. about that a little bit later but that's what we're going to talk about today, man, because thankfully, because this podcast, and I got to say it again, I know I haven't said it that much the past couple of weeks, but we are the official podcast for Next Level Wrestling. Official. All right. Those I like to think of it more that they are the official wrestling promotion for our podcaster. Nice. Nice. <laughs> I like <Okay>. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, being that we have this awesome relationship with them, um, everybody knows elijah i like to kind of separate him right because like the the guy that that runs the promotion that's elijah the guy in the ring that's king cobra so i'm talking about elijah like the vince mcmahon versus mr mcmahon thing yeah pretty here. much pretty much um but i'm talking about so i'm talking about elijah now I wonder elijah, if he has a set of grapefruits to go with his snake yeah <laughs> yeah we'll have to ask him that next time we see him yeah <laughs> anyway but um he was really cool, uh, of course, because you you did contact him and let him know you were sick. You were After I woke him. up. Yeah, uh, but he was awesome. He actually sent us the show, basically. Yeah. Uh, the, the, it, I mean, brother, you talk about VIP. We got access, man. We got to see the whole thing. We did, and, and on, a, on a quick note, I feel like their cameraman had a lot better camera angles than fucking WWE. Oh, tell me about it. I thought the same thing when I started watching There was watching no sporadic, you know, freaking seizure thing going on there. yes yes i was very uh 
I was very impressed by the camera work. Like, I got to be honest, I actually forgot that these camera angles were being taken outside. Yeah. It was awesome. It was great. I really I, did, felt- I didn't so much appreciate the uh, towards the end when they had it nailed on Arsenal's ass, but <laughs> nonetheless, it was good camera work. You preferred it would have been his chest, right? Yeah, like give me something <laughs> to look at. Damn. Oh, that's hilarious. But uh, before we get into it and start basically dicing it up a little bit, I got to say overall, it was a very awesome and entertaining show. I really thought so. Now, uh, just like any show, it's going to have its high points. It's going to have its low points. But I'm talking overall, Chris. I think overall, it was a great show. Kudos to everyone that participated because they really did give it their all. They really did. Now, I have to say this again. I said this during the last event that we went to there in Uvalde. Um, I was disappointed with the crowd. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. It's not going to be a WWE. It's not going to be a AW show where the noise is going to be going crazy, right? I get that. But still, it's like, I know the times that we've gone, I've been excited to be there. Yeah. I want to participate. I want to yell at these guys, right? I want to talk smack to the heels, uh, you know, and I want to cheer on the baby faces. I mean, that's the whole reason why you go to these shows. So I got to say, I was a little disappointed at the fact that the crowd was not, I'm not going to say they weren't into it because they obviously were. Because let's be honest, if they really weren't into it, they would have left. Yeah. You know what I mean? They were they were into it, but they just were not that vocal. And you know what? Crowds are going to be that way sometimes. I still got much love for Uvalde. But overall, I think it really was a really, really good and entertaining show. Um, overall, I want to say that before we get started and, and kind of chopping it up a little bit. What do you think? Yeah, no, I, I would agree definitely. And, and um, you know, I had messaged Elijah that I was kicking myself for being sick. I almost like wanted to suffer through it. Um, yeah, just to, but you know, who knows what I had? Yeah, I gotta, <laughs> yeah, I gotta tell you, I was, I was kicking myself too because, dude, they brought out the big screen. They I brought, know, I saw that they brought out the the entrance videos, right? They brought, I mean. Oh man, I was just like, and I missed it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's like, dude, they're not coming. Take out the big screen, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. Anyway, well, let's get right into it, Chris. So, how did the show start off? Well, uh, it started off with an in-ring segment. Uh, first out was the NLW, the Next Level Wrestling Champion himself, Mr. Alex Arsenal, who we've had on the, the show. Yes, we've had on the show before, and he wants to issue an open challenge for anyone in the back. Nice. And uh, surprise, surprise, out comes first is King Cobra Exotic himself to a very nice pop from the hometown crowd. Of course, man. He's the hometown boy. He's the hometown boy. And let's just say it right off the bat. um, I mean, definitely a worthy opponent. Why shouldn't he come out? I think it's time that Cobra started wrestling for some gold. You know what I mean? So yeah, definitely, I thought definitely. it was great. I was I was excited to see him come out to answer the call. But yeah, and he, you know, he mentioned that he's been chasing that title for almost three years, and uh, that he hoped that he would be able to take it off of Eric Shadows, which obviously uh, Alex Arsenal did that. But he also pointed out that he's not there to take the title tonight. Mm-hmm. So, but rest assured, they are going to meet one day. Yes, you know, and a mutual respect between the two for a sure. Very mutual respect between the two. But out comes Mister Underoos himself, Paco Ortega. Ah, yes, Mr. Mr. Full of himself, Pac Ortega. Yeah, Mr. Full of himself, Pac Ortega. Uh, And Pac says he has some beef with Arsenal, which you know that he's had been part of the House of Wolves in the past. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, he's played a part in that. 
Uh, and he says the only reason that Arsenal even has the title is because of Pac and for what he did with the assist at uh, the August show. The man ain't lying, then. though. The man ain't lying, though. No, no, it's true. He does yeah. owe him. So basically, Arsenal pretty much owes him a shot at the yeah, title. Yeah, for sure. For you sure. Whether he, asked, whether he asked for it or not, because, yeah, it's true. Arsenal yeah. did not ask for the help. But it doesn't take away from the fact that he got the help. And because of that help, he is now champion. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that, that Arsenal couldn't have done it on his own. He very well yeah. could have. But the fact of the matter is, he did it. Pac Ortega, I'm sorry, Pac. I didn't mean to you know, insult you. Pac Ortega, uh, definitely. Ortega. Ortega. We'll roll, the, we'll roll the R for you there, Pac. Oregano. Uh, <laughs> Pac Origami. <laughs> Pac definitely Orange played a, Cassidy. No, <laughs> Pac definitely played a a role, a very significant role in the end of that match. But anyway, he continue. He did, but he's not the only one to come out as well. Mr. Drew Dredd, who again, another one we've had on the show. We've had Pac uh, two. Pac two. We had Pac two, you know. Um he said that he couldn't send the back while everyone talked about who needed the title. And he says he deserves the opportunity. You know, before anybody else. But out comes the pound for pound champion himself from Dog Pound Championship Wrestling, Mr. Hoss Holding. That was a surprise. That, that was, was a big, big surprise. That was a nice surprise. Yeah. Now, no offense to uh, Hangman Adam Page, but this man is a real cowboy shit. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Okay. I want to say this before we get on, on, on the whole thing with Hoss. Uh, Drew Dredd, I got to tell you, there's something about Drew, man, that really just draws me to him. I'm a big fan. The fact that he came out ready to not ask for his spot, but take his spot, right? Yeah. Ready to step up to the plate and just, yeah, I, I deserve a damn shot because I know my worth and, you know, I want that title. I, I'm here for it, man. I love it. I loved it. But continue. Haas Holding has come out. Yeah. Haas Holding comes out. Uh, Pac calls him an old man before handing him the microphone. Mm. And uh, Haas says that he has a long history with Uvalde, which we know from the podcast interview we did with him. Right. Um, and he says that he's been all over the place, and he'll be honored to accept the challenge to face Arsenal for the NLW Championship. And, of course, Alex Arsenal addresses each of his challengers, and although they all make a good point, he tells Haas that they have never been in the same ring together and says if he wants to try to take the bow from him, he can try. And then it's announced that the main event of the night will be the NLW champion, Alex Arsenal, defending against the Dog Pound champion, Haas Holding. Yeah, in the main event. Very, so. very interesting. And that and, and as soon as I did see that, I was like, okay, I'm I'm here for it. Uh, you know, we've seen Alex Arsenal in person get down, do his thing. Um, not so much with Haas. We've got we've had the honor and privilege to speak with the man. Definitely very charismatic, definitely very talkative. Um I love it. Hearing him talk takes me back to the old school, which I love. Um, but I, I was definitely excited to see him in the ring uh, he, later on that night for sure. Yeah, he had a very um, Hollywood Hulk Hogan style entrance with he the, did. playing the the belt as a he guitar. Did. He did. So. And did you notice that the theme song is actually his? Yeah, I noticed that too. Yeah, yeah. So I noticed that too. That's pretty cool, man. That's Matt's pretty just cool. a marketing genius. I know, right? <laughs> I know. That's cool. All right, so. Uh, great segment, um, but now let's get on to our first match. All right, first match, uh, it was for the WrestleVlogs number one contendership triple threat match for a chance at the WrestleVlogs vacated title. Um, now, this originally was a triple threat announced as 
uh, Roscoe versus Ricky Ramirez versus Benny Dreams. Right. That was the original card, but it actually was the Colombian wonder Roscoe, Roscoe, mispronounce it, versus Mooncat Rico. <laughs> yeah. Versus the life of the party, Chris Austin. And this yeah. Chris Austin dude came out drinking some Michel- Michelob Ultra and taking pictures with his cell phone. Yeah, I, I noticed <laughs> okay. that right off the bat. Um, now, uh, this is a good match. Austin, you know, of course, had the early offense, including a Moonstot onto Mooncat and Roxo onto the outside. Uh, nice exchange between Austin and Mooncat that ended in a stalemate in the middle of the ring. But they would eventually get run over by a pair of clothesline from Roscoe. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Roscoe had a delayed suplex on Mooncat. Uh, at one point, Mooncat went for an old school walking the ropes to deliver her Quran to Roxo. Well, that was impressive because was uh, if you haven't seen Mooncat, he's he's a little slender guy, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. And Roxo is not a slender guy. No, no, he's so, not. So it was just it was interesting to see. Roxo was an inspiration to me. I, I feel like I could probably step in the ring. Just saying. <laughs> uh, after that last time when I sh- squeezed my nuts trying to get in there. I'm going to do a Kevin Hart and go into the middle rope or the bottom rope next time. Right. <laughs> uh, well, all three men would utilize the tables at ringside. They're out there. Uh, some chops exchanged into the crowd. Uh, Roscoe press slams Mooncat outside that the ring. That was impressive. And tosses them into the ring. Yeah. Um, but Mooncat, uh, you know, avoids uh, the offense and comes off the top rope with the cutter. So that was pretty cool. Uh, Austin ends up knowing a brain buster for the win. So the new number one contender for the rest of Logs championship is Chris Austin. Yes. Yeah. Very and good match. I, Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean your cut. Oh, no. I was saying uh, Roscoe leaves the ring as uh, Austin and Mooncat show the respect and share a beer. I almost thought that Austin was going to pull a stone cold and stun him. But it I didn't was, happen. I was hoping. <laughs> yeah, I, I was but, too. I was like, oh, yeah. So no, uh, they, they were mutual respect there. So definitely a, a, a good, uh, entertaining match. Um, had kind of a slow start for me. Um, you know me, Chris. I'm all about, uh, you know, the snugness. I love, I love it when, when performers are nice and snug, uh, you know, close to the vest kind of thing. Like, you know, you can feel the hits. And at the very beginning, if you notice, they, the camera angle was, was right there. Like I yeah. said, whoever was doing the camera really made me feel like I was in the action. It was awesome. But the downside of that is, is you really got to see that these guys at the beginning were really pulling their punches. Yeah. And, and so that was kind of a letdown. So I'll be honest, at the very beginning, I, w- I didn't have a lot of hope for the match. Not only that, I also saw, you know, Mooncat, no offense to him. I've, I've never seen him before. Guy is definitely talented. But at the beginning, I'm seeing this guy coming out. I didn't know if he was dressed for Halloween, if that was his normal getup. I don't know. Um, looked like something that a girlfriend I had back when I was in high school would wear. You know, it's just, <laughs> it was just kind of like, uh, okay. How are you dating? <laughs> <laughs> um, but the dude's got skills, man. It was, it was definitely uh, an exciting match, a lot of high flying action. So even though it started off kind of as a slow burn for me, it definitely picked up. Chris Austin, I love this guy, man. He's got such energy. Yeah. Uh, he's got great energy. He gets the crowd into it. I mean, he's definitely, I get it. He is definitely the life of the party, and he and he does bring that to the match. Roxo, uh, I like him. I do like him. Uh, I gotta say though, I'm not, I'm not a, I don't know him very well, but just by judging on this match, seeing him in the in the past with pictures and things like that, I thought he was gonna be a little bit more vicious. 
if that makes any sense. And I kind of feel like intimidated by Mooncat. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I kind of feel like uh he lacked a little bit in the viciousness of it. But I gotta tell you, the guy can go. I loved the very snug slaps that him and Chris Austin were giving each other back and forth. And then I love it that they ganged up on the little guy and slapped the <laughs> shit out of him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Overall, great match. Loved the ending. I love it that uh, you know, the the whole beer sharing thing. But yes, I was just like you. I was hoping for some kind of like a, <laughs> a stunner or something. Didn't happen. It's cool. Great match overall. I thought it was good. I I really yeah, did. I'm I'm a I'm a fan. I've never seen Chris Austin uh before. I've heard of him. But yeah, I was definitely impressed with him. Uh new fan favorite of his. Um as far as Mooncat, you know, nothing against your gimmick, dude, but if you're going to be a quote-unquote cat or cheetah, you, you need to land on your feet, dude. Yeah. Because cats yeah. land on their feet. That kind of was a little bot spot when he went for that one thing on the rope. Exactly. You got to give him credit, though. He did catch himself, and, and he was able to save it, per se. But, you know, is what it is. Maybe he was... Nervous by by the Uvalde crowd, you know. I mean, or maybe because Roscoe looked like a cucumber and cats are scared of cucumbers. Ah, didn't think about that. That's a very good point. It's all coming together. Storytelling, baby. Yep, definitely. All right, what we got next? All right, the next we have. Ooh, our boys, the Diamond Cartel. Well, at least uh, the Diamond in the Rough. Yeah, the Diamond in the Rough. <laughs> Devonte James with Kingpin Kenny Cross versus the Money Man. Andre Law. Yeah. You know, yeah. coming out with Cross that dead up. presidents, right? He's coming out with that. That's dead what I was thinking too. He came yeah. out looking like dead presidents, you know? Yeah. And that's why when he said money man, like not money man, money man. Yeah. Chris Tucker. That's all I heard. <laughs> yeah. Um, get him. Um, he going to get him. He going to get him. <laughs> uh, of course, Cross doing what he does best, getting heat from the crowd, talking yes. smack. Yes. Um, now, Devontae with the more confident aura about him in this match. Since the last time we saw him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, then again, we talked about that, how, you know, now that he's under the wing of the Diamond Cartel, specifically Kenny Cross, you're going to see that more aggressive side of him. You know, uh, Andre with a couple of shoulder tackles uh, attempts, but Devontae stands his ground. So it was a nice, you know, back and forth of who's the bigger man here. Uh, now, mind you, I haven't seen Andrew Law since... Uh, February. Andre, Andre, yes, in February when we were there in uh, Uvalde. Um, so it was nice to see him in the ring again. Uh, let's see here. Law gets him up to the outside as Kenny yells at him to get in the game and Cross is like, I'm trying to get in the game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then Cross gets in Andre's face as Devontae attacks him from behind. Uh, Ashley gets back in the ring and Devontae now has the upper hand, delivering a couple of whips into the corners, followed by some vicious clotheslines. Um, I probably learned that from Zeke, who was not there. A little disappointed Zeke wasn't there, but yeah, it's okay. Uh, the crowd's really trying to rally b- back Andre. Uh, James has uh, Andre in reverse bear hug on the mat. It's kind of keeping him grounded there. Uh, and these these big men were throwing some snug forearms. Now, you heard Loved those it. forearms. Loved you know. it. Yes. Yeah, it was very nice. And, of course, the camera, again, just, you know, give that man a raise. Definitely. Or Elijah, a bag of, Elijah, a bag of chips or something. I know you're listening, Elijah. You got to You got to give props to that cameraman. He did a damn good job. Yeah. Well, next time we, next time we see him, hot dogs on me. Yeah. Kudos to him for just taking the lens cap off, man. That's 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 yeah. that's a big thing. To be honest yeah, with you. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. All right. 
Uh, so, like I said, they have a couple of stiff uh, forearms there. Law finally gets a couple of near falls, uh, but Andre hits Devontae with a GTS as uh, Devontae grabs the ropes to break the count. Uh, Andre goes for a charge, but Devontae grabs the ref as a shield. Cheater. <laughs> uh, but that, that allows Cross on the apron from behind and nails Andrew with the with his cane, allowing Dante to hit a slam for the win. So the winner, the diamond in the rough, Devontae James. And, of course, uh, Cross embraces his new protege in celebration and then mouths off to a couple of kids in the crowd as they make their way to the back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So. Um, all right, my turn. So overall, great match. Loved, loved the snugness. Like I told you, I'm a big fan of that. Uh, you could hear the hits. You could feel them through 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 what we we're you know through the TV because that's what I was watching it on. It was great. I loved it. Now I got to give some critique here. Uh, Devonte, great talent, definitely. But here's the thing, and 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 let me this this is me uh, uh, just for effect, Chris. I'm taking off my podcaster's hat and i'm putting on my heel cap now okay okay all right so Devonte, check this out man talking to you brother you are a part of the diamond cartel look at that right there baby diamond cartel all right you are in the faction of nlw okay and there's a reason why kenny cross has chosen you chosen mind you all right you didn't just fall into this you were chosen he sees something in you definitely you started off the match with great great confidence but i gotta tell you chris i noticed it kind of fell off a little bit right kenny needed to come in and tell him hey head in the game you know get into it get i mean you need to embrace it you need to embrace the fact that you are part of the diamond cartel man you own the joint right you guys run it that's how you have to take every match when you go into this thing who gives a damn what that crowd is yelling at you feed off of it be who you are so honestly it was a great match i love the action in it i love like i said the snugness of it what i want to see from Devonte is i want to see him be a member of the diamond cartel and i'm going to tell you what i mean by that by looking at kenny you know he's the kingpin there's no doubt about it the way he, kenny carries himself the way he dresses i mean it's just it oozes out of him when you look at zeke you know he's the venice beach beast excuse me you know he's the venice beast you know that he is diamond cartel it oozes out of him as well Devante, not so much okay um I just think he needs to embrace it a little more. Maybe maybe in a way, even kind of adjust his look a little bit, right? To be more along the lines with what the Diamond Cartel is, you know? Um, and these are just my opinions, of course. Um, I, thought, I think he's a great talent, and I think he's going to go far, you know? But it's like, he just, he just needs to up the confidence level a little bit, in my opinion when it comes to to being a part of the diamond cartel you know what i mean if i were in the diamond cartel i would be walking with my head held high and i wouldn't give a damn what anybody thought of me you know what i'm saying like i am the shit and there's nothing you can tell me to convince me different and and i just think that that's how how you know he should carry himself because that's definitely how, how zeke carries himself and that's definitely how kingpin uh carries himself so just my opinion, just my two cents. But as far as the match goes, I loved it. I, it was, I thought it was great. I loved the action. Um, 
Andre was was great as well. That's his name, right? Yeah, Andre Law. Yeah, Andre Law. He was great as well. Just like I remembered him in February. You know, guy can move. Got some great moves. De uh, definitely more of a crowd favorite this time than he was back in February. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? Like the crowd was really behind him. He definitely brought the energy. Um, so it was another great match. It was another good uh, back and forth. I loved it. And I loved the way that the finish ended. You know, typical heel heat that you got to go for it, man. I mean, that's that's what it's about. You know, that's professional wrestling. And they definitely yeah. did it. And 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 Kenny Cross played his part. And Devontae definitely did his part as well uh, to do it. Let's be honest. The heels every now and then do the bitch moves. Yeah. Anything to win. And that's exactly what he did. So hats off to, to both gentlemen in the ring. I thought it was great. Great storytelling. Um, the only thing I would change is, like I said, a little bit more confidence in him. That's all. That's yeah, really remember it. he's also still the diamond in the rough so he's true very true you gotta squeeze him a little more before you get that diamond out of him very true so very give true him some time because when he does pop yeah i think i think back. i think what he needs is is an opponent that's gonna squeeze him a little bit you know who that opponent is i don't know but you know dude drew dread comes off to mind right away yeah even somebody like drew yeah there's a size difference but we know how drew can go you know what i mean um and we'll get more into drew later because he does have a match and, and i'll say some things about him but that's just right off the top of my head that's just my first kind of yeah definitely got to give him someone that's going to squeeze him a little for sure but overall great match sounds good all right well then uh our next match is a round one matchup for the breakouts division tournament uh with the enigma Pac ortega of course in his pink underoos versus the broken brawler himself casey black rose this so, was the match I was looking forward to, man. It was. It didn't. This, it didn't disappoint. No, it no, did sir. not. There was a. There was a nice granny panties chant from the crowd. <laughs> it was Pac. beautiful. It was beautiful. But then in the back, you hear Fito. Yeah. <laughs> Big Fito. drip only. <laughs> <laughs> we know yeah. that's you, Fito. We can't. We, we can't. Those, you know. We we just. You know it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um. So nice little exchange that ends in a stalemate early on. Um. Pot calls for a test of strength. Interesting, you know, a little bit of old school there. You don't see Tessa Strink in professional wrestling today. Yeah. But Casey ends up monkey flipping him to the break the exchange. Pac with some snug chops. Mm. Uh, even saying that, you know, he's hurting his hand. His hand hurts from those chops. Right. Uh, but Casey was happy to give him a receipt. Uh, a nice let's go Chasey, uh, Casey chant from the crowd. Yes. Uh, Pac with an arm bar, but Casey fights out as Pac holds on and nails his arm against the top turnbuckle pad. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, both men end up on the outside as Casey gives some chops to Pac and has him against the turnbuckle post, but uh, he calls for one more and Pac ducks and Casey chops the post. And you could hear it. You could hear it and yeah. then gets his shoulder uh, shoved into the post by Pac. Right. Yeah. Dirty boy. <laughs> Uh, so they get back in the ring and Pac is working on the arm of uh, Casey, even uh, headbutts the arm. Uh, I didn't say headbutts the arm. He was headbutting the armpit, okay? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay, he was headbutting the armpits. He's like, smells good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he goes for a drop off the top rope for all the Pacaholics worldwide. What the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, I left it too. I left it too. <laughs> but uh Casey gets his feet up. Uh the crowd trying to rally up Casey. 
And then Pac with an attempted, I guess it was a skull-crushing finale attempt type maneuver. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but Casey ends up fighting back. And then Pac, dude, I'm sorry. This is why I chose Pac. He's like a freaking spider monkey, man. He's so freaking quick. Right. Ridiculous. Right. Uh, Pac gets a cross face, but Casey lifts him up for the GTS attempt. Mm-hmm. Then uh, Casey uh, gets a cloverleaf on Pac, but Pac ends up breaking the, with the ropes. Uh, a nice snapmare and suplex from Casey. Yes. You know, followed by a Dean Ambrose like clothesline off the middle rope. Oh, that was a vicious clothesline. That was yeah, good. that was a vicious clothesline. Yeah, it, was almost, was it was almost as vicious as Zeke Rose was on yeah, Drew. Almost. Last time. Almost. Almost. Ain't nothing gonna top that though, bro. Damn. Yeah, for real. Damn. Not Drew. Not <laughs> Drew all the way from I don't think Drew even knew he thought it was the same night. Tonight, <laughs> that night. <laughs> you remember you remember watching uh uh Waterboy? Yeah. That was Drew after Who dare? Who dare? <laughs> Who dare? Damn. Yeah. Uh, well, Pac ends up getting a crossface cross on Casey, and Casey ends up passing out. So the winner by submission, Pac Ortega, which I said it was going to happen. I know you're going for your boy Casey, but I did call Pac Ortega. You did. Now, okay, so first and foremost, let's get this out of the way. I made, I did make Pac a promise in our in our show, okay. all right? Uh, and Pac knows this. I, I, I bust his chops and everything just like he does mine, uh, but I have the utmost respect for him. And I did say if he won, I was going to say it right on air. He's the man. So uh, Pac Ortega, you are the man, sir. You won that match. But I am going to say this. I got to disagree with one thing. They said that Pac won by submission. That's wrong. Casey did not submit. Casey passed out. There's a difference. Okay. So, yes, he definitely won that match. Pac wins, but he did not make Casey tap out. Let's just be real. He did not. Casey passed out. So take your win, Pac. It's well deserved. The better man won that night. But here's the thing: the, the Mr. Black Rose, the broken brawler, was not beaten. Okay, just want to make that clear. So got to throw that out there. Uh, hey, overall, I'm just saying in the history books, it's going to show. I that get it. I get it. Pac I get it. One via submission. I get it. I get it. But but like I said, he wasn't he wasn't beaten. So I think these guys got to go at it again. They definitely got to face each other again. Definitely. Sure. Um, now, after the match, uh, you know, Pac leaves, and uh, someone from the crowd, I don't know if you heard this, called him a bootleg Sammy Guevara. I did hear that. <laughs> I did hear that. He didn't respond either. Oh, my God. <laughs> he didn't respond. Um, I got to say, it was a great match. The match did not disappoint. I mean, yeah. I- I've seen Casey Blackrose uh, perform already a couple times, and the dude can go. But at the same time, we've seen Pac, and Pac can go. You're right. Pac is like a spider monkey, man. That dude can move, uh, you know, for a guy his size, he's not he's not a skinny little cruiserweight, but the dude can move like one. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he's not afraid to take those risks. Uh, both of these guys, man, they were not afraid, you know, to take any of those risks. Um, I do love I can't remember exactly what the move was, but in this uh, I was I was very uh, this. I respect this. And this is what I'm talking about. There was a botch that happened during the match. I can't remember exactly which move it was, but there was a botch, but they kept going. They yeah. didn't let it slow them down. You know what I mean? They definitely kept going. They they worked through it. Um, it was great. It was great. I've got nothing bad to say about this match. It was, it was definitely one of the best matches of the night for sure. I knew they were going to go at it. I knew it was going to be snug. I knew it was going to be full of action and some and violence you know and it definitely was it definitely was it did not disappoint um i love the interaction with Pac in the crowd 
Same thing with Casey. I loved the interaction. I loved the fact that Casey was playing the the, the baby face in this match. Yeah, you know the fact that he, he was high fiving the kids and everything else. That was a great. That it was great to see that side of him. You know, the couple of times I've seen him, he's kind of been the opposite. You know what I mean? So it was good to see that side. Um, it just shows more evolution in his character, right? Right. And like he said when we interviewed him, it's not a character. It really is who he is. That's great. You know what I mean? So it, it was good. Uh, I thought both gentlemen just did a phenomenal job. Great match, in my opinion. So No, I agree. And I, honestly, I think this is a tied for match of the night for me. Cool. So. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, so is that three? That's right three there? right now. All right. So let's go ahead and take a short break. And when okay. we come back, we will dive into the rest of the card. And, of course, keep uh, dissecting it up, giving our input um, and uh, our thoughts on each one of the matches. So we'll be right back after this short word from our sponsors. Fellas, I know how it is. Your hair and beard are looking rough and you need to get it taken care of right away. The problem is, where do you go? Well, say no more because I have the perfect place just for you. At Hanley's Good Time and Barbershop, you'll get that fresh cut and trim by well-trained professionals who know just how to get what you want, a man's cut and a man's trim. Dallas, Jawan, and Derek will hook you up with your tailored-to-you cut along with a straight razor shave and a relaxing hot towel treatment. These fellas will give you that old-school treatment where you sit back and relax and unwind while you get back to looking like a gentleman should. When you walk in the door, talk to old Dal and let him know that Rob T. and Kayfabe Chris sent you and he'll offer you a complimentary cold one or a shot of whiskey. Stop by 322 West Hopkins Street in San Marcos, Texas or go online and make your appointment today at HanleysBarbershop.com. Hanley's Good Time and Barbershop, where good times and good vibes make for a great look. Going on 10 years in the community, Metroflex Gym has been the place for back-to-basics, no-fluff training. At Metroflex, you'll have the resources available to you to reach your fitness goals, whatever they may be. Owner Daniel Haggerty is available and ready to help guide you in the proper direction to get the best results for your health. Want to lose weight, increase stamina, or gain mass? Daniel Haggerty is a licensed trainer with over 25 years' experience in nutrition and training and knows how to get the most out of your workouts. Come by today for a visit at 2101 Clovis Barker Road, San Marcos, Texas, or call to make an appointment for a tour at 512-878-8575. Homegrown in the community and veteran-owned, Metroflex Gym is the hardcore training place for a hardcore workout. Call today. telling you i really kicking myself for missing this show live yeah yeah like yeah. just what we've talked about so far was just damn yeah i mean it, it i gotta say again a big kudos to uh elijah for getting us the footage you know so we could do our recap show of, of it but i'm i'm with you man watching it it was like it was great but i was like it would have been so much better live you know what i mean I mean, we cannot stress enough to you people that are listening. Listen to me. Hear me when I say this. If you can make it out to some live 
independent wrestling you need to go and check it out i'm telling you it is worth it and nine times out of ten it is not that expensive you know what i'm saying it's 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 pennies right you probably spend more to go out to eat somewhere you got to go check out some of the uh, of the local talent that's out there but chris i know i'm gonna sound biased when i say this but still next level wrestling is doing it at a different level telling you like I'm on the next level right on the exactly yeah. they definitely are the next level of professional wrestling in the independent scene because these guys and i can't say this enough and and i promise you guys i'm not just saying this because we're the official podcast for now i was saying this before these guys care about those small details that you may not think about you know the details that work for companies like wwe and AEW. they try to do it at that level with what they have you know what i'm saying hence the fact that they had the screen you know there to show the little videos when the wrestlers came out it just gives you a different feeling it gives you a different uh, it, it creates a different environment you know what i mean it's just like like the name says it's a next level type event you know what i mean so uh, yeah, man, I'm with you. I'm kicking myself, too, for not being able to go. Uh, of course, as I stated before, I had previous plans that were already planned months in advance. So there was no way I could I could uh, get out of it, even though I tried. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have previous plans, but apparently no, you did it. Mother Nature or whatever. Yeah. Was going on maybe. Yeah. But uh, I tell you what, though, I will be there on November 6th. Crystal City It's on like Donkey Kong. And I am planning on being there. Chris, I'm hoping you'll join me, but you know, that's between you and the wifey. Yeah, uh, but, schedule. yeah, but I know I will definitely be there. And uh my I'm planning on being all up in that thing, man. I, I, mean, I know not, for sure I'm going to the one in December. Yeah, yeah. Same so. here. Same here. Now, when I say I'm gonna be all, all up in it, I'm talking about I am going to go up to the guys when they leave the ring after they've lost yes i'm gonna be that guy hey you lost what the hell what happened how you feeling <laughs> i'm gonna be <laughs> that guy if i piss some people off you know me i don't care i'll piss them off you know what i'm saying True. um so it, it is what it is do you know if danny ryan's gonna be there i don't know i mean i can call him and ask <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd love to say hi to him again give him a hug i'm gonna give him a big, big hug big kiss yeah. on the forehead oh kiss him right in the forehead right here <laughs> anyway um let's go on with the second half of this awesome event called hollow nights presented by next level wrestling big shout out before we get started to our very own fito you were all up in that video sir i could hear your loud ass voice over everything yeah for real <laughs> and i got commentating going on i gotta give you a shout out brother because you we can always count on you to bring the energy at these shows i'm just sorry i wasn't there to join you but next time for sure all right chris let's dive into it man all right well i do want to preface this next match with the that there was apparently an altercation earlier in the day um between uh king cobra exotic and his opponent ray everett for the night uh, apparently they still have some beef from uh back in Houston. So well, I uh, mean I mean can you blame him? King Cobra basically whipped Ray Everett like he was a redheaded stepchild and you know it left him a little sore, uh, you know, so he's he's a little pissy. I'm just saying if King Cobra whipped out a snake and beat me, I probably have that in the back of my mind too. But, right. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was one hell of an altercation. Um pushing a kid 
out of yeah, the way. Yeah, and you didn't apologize to him. No, you did not. Just left him on the ground while y'all went your separate ways. Y'all just walked. Y'all just walked off. What the hell, dude? F them kids, huh? I know. Just like they didn't give a damn. Like you see him crying on the floor on the side, and it's like, no, not even Cobra. Like no, no, he just bowed. Like I gotta go change. Like f them kids. Damn, guys over there laying down. He can't even walk. He's ain't nobody there. (laughs) I just see a vision. Hello. Anybody? <laughs> Cobra's like fucking a Devo, but back like a bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god, poor kid, poor kid. Yeah. Anyway, well, so so due to this, because of this altercation, they uh, decided to change the match to a nightmare on Elm Street fight. Yeah, and the guy that made the decision, I guess he's the head of NLW. How is I it that? So. How Chris? I got a question. Okay. Okay. How is it that we are the uh, official podcast of Next Level Wrestling? I ain't ever seen this fool a day in my life. Who the hell is he? That he can come in and and strut his shit like he's a uh, freaking Vince McMahon or Tony Khan, and is like, okay, you guys are gonna have a match, and I don't want to hear anything from either one of you. Settle in the ring. I'm like, who the f- freaking hell are you doing? <laughs> coming out, coming out like a big old John Laurinaitis. What's wrong with you? I know, right? I know, I, like Elijah. Who's who's this guy? <laughs> So uh, guy. we might have to bring him on the show one day and just be like, dude, who the hell are you? <laughs> yeah, man, why didn't you help that kid? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes, they set up a nightmare on Elm Street, a nightmare on Elm Street street fight. Uh, and 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 I, I got to be honest, I get it. The theme Halloween Nightmare on Elm Street, right? Very, very right. popular movie, yeah. very famous movie. But I'm sure somewhere in Uvalde, there is an Elm Street. I don't know where it is. It's probably in the rich side of town. I think every damn city has an Elm Street. <laughs> I, I think what they should have done is called it a Nightmare on Leona Street or something like that, like in Lavadio, where there really is nightmares right? going on. That's just my opinion. <laughs> but uh, right. but still, anyway, yes, it set up a match for tonight, and we're going to have basically a street fight. So continue. All right. Well, um, Ray Everett's out first, followed by King Cobra Exotic himself, who's flanked by all the young fans in attendance, which I loved. Um Including the kid, I guess someone helped him up. That was pretty interesting. <laughs> and so he was walking. Kid, he was walking. walking. <laughs> He's good. Walk it off. Walk it off. Stop being a bitch. <laughs> but, but you know what? You know what though? The kids end up joining him in the ring. They get in the ring with Exotic, and that one kid is the only kid who respectfully dusted off his shoes before getting into the ring. He did. Yes, I noticed that right away. Now here's the yeah. thing. Little, little little secret out of the bag for those that don't know who that kid is. Um, I, I apologize that I don't know his name, but I know his dad, and his dad is Brett Cross. Brett Cross was the father of Uzziah, who was one of the victims of the Valley shooting. So I actually know who the kid was. So I'm not su- a bit surprised that he did that because he, him and his daddy know wrestling. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. big kudos to him for that. Yeah, definitely. Um, so there were some early headlock exchanges between uh, Exotic and Everett. Uh, Everett with the cheap shot poking the eye of Exotic, followed by a shoulder tackle. Uh, both men end up to the outside as Exotic uses a fan's WWE belt. And by the way, he did ask for permission. That was nice, very respectful. Yeah, very respectful of him, yes. Yeah, couldn't pick up the kid, but you asked to use this toy. Um, anyway, uses the uh, the WWE uh, prop of the belt to, uh, to nail Everett. 
Uh, Exotic allows a couple of fans to chop Everett, which is another reason I was said I wasn't there because I would have chopped the shit out of him. Yeah. <laughs> um, but one fan holds back, which allows Everett to get a low blow and basically take over on offense. Uh, Everett grabs some handcuffs. Um, thankfully, they weren't fuzzy ones. And handcuffs Exotic to the bottom rope. I wonder if that's the first time he's been handcuffed. Just <laughs> uh, <laughs> we need to talk, Elijah. We need yeah, to talk. We need a discussion with him. Talk to him about the birds and the bees. Um, yeah. I don't know, man, because he took those handcuffs, the handcuffs off pretty quick. Maybe he, he did. Had, maybe he has had experience with them before. <laughs> I didn't even hear a safe word. I, um, <laughs> but he then proceeds to whip exotic with a belt. Where the belt came from, I don't know. Yeah. That happened yeah. at the end of the ring. Um. Uh, Mr. Everett, that wasn't very nice, sir, because Exotic is our friend, and I don't like to get him pistol whipped by anybody. Yeah. So um, they end up uh, working their way to the metal picnic tables, and God bless them. Fido, in the mix of it all, drinking a beer. (laughs) Out of everything going on, everyone's still in the crowd, and there's Fito with his beer (laughs) in the middle of the couch. Pinche Fito. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, God bless him. <laughs> we um, love you, Fito. We love you. We, do. we love you. Uh, both men staying on top of the table. Uh, but Cobra was able to nail a DDT to Everett on the table. That was sick. It's sick. And followed it up with a running knee to the face. That was even sicker. Very sicker. Uh, they get back in the ring, and Exotic gets a quick two count. Uh, Exotic goes for his signature sling blade attempt, but gets a boot for his troubles. Mm. And then Everett hits a GTS for a two count. Of course, the crowd trying to rally up Cobra and get behind him. Uh, Exotic goes to the rope and hits a very nice Eddie Guerrero-like frog splash. Yes. You know, and then our friend, our, our young gentleman friend, our kid, uh, hands him a pumpkin piñata, mm-hmm. which he places on Everett's head and nails him with a running knee for the win. So your winner of the Nightmare on Elm Street match, Street Fight, King Cobra Exotic. Yes, the hometown favorite hometown uh, favorite now but he celebrates but he is interrupted by chris austin and uh chris austin says for the first time it will be austin versus exotic for the vacated wrestle vlogs championship and he says in this ring respect is out the window you know of course exotic you know lets him know that you know he's probably still bitter from what happened in houston um I don't know. They haven't faced each other, right? Chris Austin no. and Exotic. Okay, so the first no. time. But he's uh, Exotic says that he's busted his ass. You know, whether it be twenty fans, fifteen fans, or it be five hundred fans, he busts his ass every time he's in that ring. And he says that on November sixth in Crystal City, Austin needs to bring his best because when ex- when Exotic beats him, he doesn't want to have any excuses. You know, and as a sign of respect, they extend hands and they shake. But cheap shot, Mister Chris Austin uh, gets a cheap shot in on Exotic and leaves. So, yeah. So, and this is when I said before, tied for match of the night for me. This match is tied for night, match of the night for me. You know, the thing I liked about this is because even though it was quote unquote a gimmick match with the whole Street Fight Nightmare on Elm Street, and they did utilize a couple of props in there, it wasn't overdone. It didn't take away from the wrestling of right. the, the match, you know, right. including the spots on the table. There was still wrestling involved on the spots on the table. Right. So that's why I liked about it, because a lot of times you see gimmick matches, especially on, on, on WWE and stuff, that they overdo it with so many props and so many angles and spots. 
This didn't have that. This had what what every professional wrestling fan wants. It had wrestling. I got to I got to admit I agree with you on that to a certain extent. Okay. Um because when you take WWE is a great example cuz really honestly I think they're the only ones that do this. Halloween comes, what do they have? We're going to have a trick or treat match. And every freaking thing that that's a prop has to do with Halloween and it becomes all about the actual gimmick than it does the actual wrestling. So you got yeah. a definite point there. Now, here's where I'm going to disagree with you. First of all, I do got to say this. For me, this was match of the night. I thought the action was great. Exotic was on his game. Um, Everett, I was impressed with the fact that he could hang with Exotic. I mean, the, the back and forth, the storytelling in the match was on point. Um, I loved it. I really did. For me, this was match of the night. However, there was some things that I would have done a bit differently so i'll start with for example you were talking about you know there was there was a lot of wrestling that to me was great but if you're going to give me a street fight i want more violence now granted i understand that the event was uh promoted as a family event they were having the the costume contest for the kids and the costume so i i get that right minus the pushing of the kid yeah minus the pushing <laughs> of the kid you know i get that but still with being labeled a street fight i wanted to see more violence um i gotta say this and this is directly towards exotic exotic i was very proud of the fact that you kind of you dug into the dark side a little bit like what i had, had been telling you before the fact that he landed that ddt on everett on the table you know that to me was chef's kiss Mwah because it was perfect, it was brutal, you know, and it definitely makes a statement. So he didn't go all the way to the dark side, which I'll be honest, I didn't expect him to. I mean, let us he is King Cobra Exotic. He is the fan favorite, he loves the kids, doesn't wanna go completely to the dark side, which I get, you know, but you gotta taste exotic of what can happen when you tap into the dark side. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I really think that is what helped him get the win. The fact that he was able to tap into that viciousness, the tap, the fact that he was able to tap in to being a King Cobra. You know what I'm saying? Because King Cobras, yeah, they're they're beautiful creatures, but they're known to be the, one of the deadliest reptiles in the world. You know what I mean? King Cobra Exotic is a beautiful creature. He has a heart for the children. He loves his town, no doubt about it. But it's time to see him that dangerous side. And we saw he a little bit of Black Mambo on his head. <laughs> yeah, we saw a little bit of it in this match, no doubt. Everett was left lying, you know, lying on that mat. He was the loser for the night. So um, I would have liked to see a little bit more violence. Here's another thing I would have liked to have seen. We saw the promo that Ray Everett hit on Exotic. I mean, let's be honest. It caused a bit of a stir on social media. Like right. he, he was talking some major shit. You know what I'm saying? Got to be honest. Got much respect for you, Ray Everett. Like just like I have respect for everybody that steps into those ropes, because I don't, I can't do it. You know what I mean? So much respect for you, much respect. But you talked a big game. I don't think you brought it. I did not see the viciousness I thought I was going to see from him. You know, if I'm being quite honest, kind of bitched out a little bit for me. You know, the belt. Yeah, it was definitely vicious. He got, you know, got a little. He got a little bit of viciousness, but I think Cobra went above it he got a little bit more into that dark side hitting some of those uh high impact moves that he did um yeah. so ray everett i just don't think he lived up to the to the smack talking that he was giving basically um the other thing too chris is that 
we went into this thing knowing it was a street fight, right? Going back to what you said about the wrestling, it was great. Don't get me wrong. I loved it. But it's a street fight. Why the hell are you going to start off the match with headlocks? If I'm having a street fight, I want to kick your ass, especially after you pushed the little kid and did apologize, even though I walked off and didn't help either. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though? It's a street fight. Why am I going to start off with a headlock? No, I'm going to start off with kicking you in the gut. I'm going to start off with punching your ass in the face. I would have grabbed you know? that kid and beat him with him. Yeah, exactly. Fuck them kids. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just that's just me. It was still match of the night, though. I still thought it was best match of the night. Exotic always brings it in the ring. Um, you know, story storylines aside and everything. We know he's a talent. He was trained by one of the best in the world. Um, and he shows it every single night he gets into that ring. So hats off to King Cobra Exotic. Congrats on the win. I thought it was awesome. Ray Everett, hats off to you as well. You brought it. Great match, all in all. I, that, that, that's my take on it. I agree. I agree. I do think that the Calabasa at the end helped them a little bit. <laughs> you know, that was a me. great touch. That was, I love was the like, fact, Chris, I love the fact that it was technically a gimmick match. But the Halloween gimmick didn't come till the end. Yeah. Tastefully done. Tastefully done. I loved it. I loved it. That's how they ended. You know what I would have loved to see since it was technically a nightmare on Elm Street fight. Street Freddy, fight. Freddy Krueger show up? Right. Some Freddy Krueger, like, you know, either Exotic or um, or what's his face uh, was going to pull out the Freddy glove. The blade. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That would have been. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. No, that would have been, been good. That would have been good. Kind of to add to what the match is actually called. Yeah. I get it. I get exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. But but overall, great match. Great, yeah, match. great match. Again, like I said, tied for match tonight with the Pac Ortega and the Casey Blackrose match. So, all right. Well, we go on to our uh, second to last match of the night. That's the round one matchup breakouts division tournament between Zane Valero versus our buddy, Drew Dredd. So now, early on, there was a botched spot. Oh, Yes. Where Zane landed on Drew. Yes. In a leapfrog attempt. Yes. And Drew looked a little pissed afterwards. Drew looked very pissed afterwards. Yeah. And, and we've heard from him about some spots that have happened in the past. And, uh, you know, he doesn't take to those lightly because no. in this business, you're supposed to protect your opponent. And yeah, it was a simple botch. But I mean, if you're going to do a leapfrog, do a leapfrog. Yeah. Uh, from what yeah. I saw, and correct me if I'm wrong, it looked like Valero jumped too soon. Yeah. You know, and and you saw Drew had to kind of rush, uh, and he didn't make it in time. So yeah, luckily, uh, it could have been worse. Yeah, um, very much. So. You know, but I, uh, you know, kudos to that he was still protected in a, in a sense. But yeah, he did look a little pissed. Um, Zane gets a delayed suplex on Drew. Um, another attempt, but Drew counters, dropping Zane to the outside. Um, now, I've I've never seen Zane Valero. I've heard of him, never seen him. The beginning of this match to me, he looked a little sloppy. Mm. He looked a little like he wasn't hitting his spots the way he's supposed to. Um, and you could see a little bit of frustration on Drew's part. I mean, still remaining professional, but you can kind of tell. Right. Right. Um, and again, this is just early on the match, you know, so maybe he was a little nervous. I don't know. Right. Um, he also reminds me of a 3MB era Drew McIntyre. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so anyway, Zane uh, tries warming up the band for some sweet chin music, but Drew uh, is still down on the mat. So he goes to pick him up, but Drew's playing a little possum mm -hmm. and gets a submission on him. 
uh, gets a hold on him, but Zayn ends up getting to the ropes to break the count. Uh, Zayn then ends up getting a super kick for the win on Drew. So the winner, Zayn Valero, which I was disappointed in because I love Drew Dredd and I didn't want him to lose. Now, after the match, though, uh, the Sammy Guevara from Wish.com, Paco Ortega, comes out and attacks Zayn and lays him out before applying a cross face on him. And, of course, uh, Pac leaves as Exotic comes out to check on Zane. So uh, this is a good match. Like I said, uh, I've always, you know, I've seen Drew a few times already now. Um, stuff that he's posted and then, you know, that well, I've seen him twice live, uh, three times in this match. But I, I haven't seen him have a fault in his match. And, and I'm not saying he did, but because of what was going on at the beginning of the match with Zane and his, his botching and some of his sloppiness, it just took away the the essence of the match to me, you know. I, don't get me wrong; Drew still did a great job, and he recovered as best he could. But I just felt like there was that that sloppiness took away from the match. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I did see that, and I did notice that at the beginning. Yeah, Drew looked very um, frustrated, to say yeah, the least. He was he was composed but frustrated. Yes, to say the least. Um, I got to tell you, I kind of feel like Valero seemed to care more about playing to the crowd mm -hmm. than he did to hit his spots. He is very charismatic. I'll give him that. He 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 apparently loves the crowd interaction. Drew saw business. Yeah. Drew did not react with the crowd very much. He did a little bit here and there, but his head was in the game. Yeah. Right? You know, where I don't think Valero's was. Now, he obviously has some talent because he was able to do you know what he did and, and perform at the level that he performed but i gotta tell you watching this match drew kept this match together drew came off as the consummate professional handling the botches the way that he handled um yeah he looked frustrated but he still stayed in the game let's be honest he could have easily said man f this guy and you know gone into business for himself and nailed him for real you know but he did it he stayed professional he took care of the guy uh right. on certain moves you know what i mean um i will say this there was a couple of times he was a little snug in some of those hits yeah that could have been him lighting the guy up a little bit like get him a little receipt for exactly 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 which let's be honest he deserved it you know what i mean i, I i'm telling you i can go back and watch that match again he jumped too soon on that leapfrog Right. Thankfully, nobody in the crowd was really yelling, you know, you effed up or anything like that. So that's good. But I, I got to give it to Drew on this. Drew, I am a fan of Drew Dredd. Right. Same. I really am. I love his work ethic. I love his professionalism. If I can pull back the curtain a little bit, just a little bit, Elijah, don't be mad at me. I'm going to pull back the curtain just a bit because we do like to talk about the the realness or the or the business right kfab kfab's kind of dead anyway you know that but i'm right here sir <laughs> with the utmost respect there's a point to me wanting to say this when we were there for the last event um we got there early remember chris and yes. we got to witness and we were so honored to be able to witness this because as we've said before we take this business very seriously we think it's an art you know what i mean and to be able to witness Drew and Elijah going through their match together and just being able to witness that you could see that professionalism in both of them. But Drew, man, Drew is all business. I've got the utmost respect for Drew Dredd. If anyone deserves a shot at a title, in my opinion, it's Drew Dredd. 
right? Right now, two of my favorite guys in NLW are, are, are Exotic and Drew Dredd. Oh, dude, both of those guys bring it. And the level of professionalism they have is, is, is bar none. Um, but Drew has this aura. I'm rooting for him, whether he's a good guy or a bad guy. That guy just has it. So I agree with you. I think Drew should have won the match. But again, it's 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 a it, it says something about his professionalism. He yeah. he 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 did it. He he let the other guy go over, and you don't see any complaining. You don't see anything. He just he's about business, and 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 from what I saw, and that's what I love about him. I can't wait to have him back on the show, man. He's just he he's tops in my book for sure, for sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, Drew Drew Mega Powers Pro Wrestling Podcast loves you, bro. Just know that. That's right. Beers on feet, though, when we see you next time. <laughs> um, so we get to the main event of the night, and this was announced earlier on in the show, uh, but it's, it was the NLW World Championship match, defending champion Alex Arsenal versus the pound-for-pound champion of Dog Pound Championship Wrestling, the six-year-old outlaw, Mr. Haas Hoding. So uh, Haas holding out first and uh, gets the ref and the ring announcer to dance to his music with him <laughs> in the ring. <laughs> Uh, of course, Arsenal comes out dressed as a zombie with some arrows through his heart. Who hurt you? Who hurt you, Arsenal? <laughs> Did you notice the music? Yes, it was different. It was Walking Dead music. It was the Walking yes, Dead music. Yeah. You okay? He looked like the Walking Dead. I mean, also the- oh, he did. He did. Yeah. Um, now, uh, Hoss, early on in this match, definitely has some strength on him. You know, being able to ground uh, Arsenal the way he did. Because we know Arsenal, he's... He's a little spider monkey himself, and he he's pretty fast. So for Haas to be able to get a hold of him and keep him down was pretty impressive. Um, Arsenal, and again, I don't know if this was him playing with the gimmick that he was coming out as a zombie or just what it was, but he looked a little possessed in this match. Yeah. <laughs> okay? He did. A little aggressive, you know, uh, with the crowd. Uh, Haas got, has, still has him down, and he gets a couple of headbutts to the back of Arsenal. So poor man. I hope he doesn't have a concussion because he was hitting some headbutts that night. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Haas uh, attempts a leg drop attempt a la Hulk Hogan, but ends up Ooh. with just Nalgas on the map. Yeah. Uh, he eventually gets the Iron Claw on uh, Arsenal, but Arsenal is able to roll him over while he still has it on him and get the one, two, three. Right. Uh, very reminiscent of something that you would have seen like Mankind do with the Manable Claw and get the pin on him. Very, I like that a lot. So the winner and still uh, next level wrestling champion, Mr. Alex Arsenal. Now, after the match, Haas looks a little upset and grabs the belt from the ref. But as a sign of respect, he hands the Arsenal he hands Arsenal the title. So, so Arsenal celebrates as uh, our buddy we just spoke about him, Drew Dredd, comes out and attacks him from behind. You know, Haas holding tries to get in the ring for the save, but Drew cuts him off. And then Arsenal fights back, but Drew ends up grabbing the title belt and nailing him in the midsection with it. And then Drew holds up the belt before tossing it on Arsenal and then taking off and leaving. And, of course, Arsenal is yelling for him to come back. Arsenal's pissed, yeah. you know, after this match. Yeah. Um, and I've said it before. I said it last time we, we saw him and we talked to him about it. I love the way Arsenal sells. I yes. love his selling in the ring. Yes. Uh, we've talked about, you know, the fact that he he works as if there's thousands of people in the crowd. Yes. You know. Uh, he gets into it. He definitely sells uh, his, the the offense, the defense. He sells the story in the ring. I love Alex Arsenal. Yes, for sure. For sure. And again, aside from the fact that you had the camera on his ass half the match. 
<laughs> I got to agree with you on that. I was uh, as soon as you were talking about that I was I was like I got to bring that up. That dude sells his ass off, okay? Yeah. Um and I got to tell you Alex Arsenal for me really saved this match, okay? Um yeah. what was it you said when we were talking about it before uh we came on the air when we were talking about this match specifically to describe house holding? I thought it was perfect. Uh he looked like a a battered warrior. There you go. That's exactly how how he looked like to me. Nothing against him. The fact that he's still going at 60 and can ground and pound like he says the way he does, I thought it was I thought it was phenomenal. But in my opinion, I think Alex Arsenal was really the glue that held this match together. The way that Alex sells, the way that he tells a story with his movements, with the little things that he says in the ring, his facial expressions, everything tells that story. The story that was being told in this match is we had two baby faces, but one baby face was definitely being a little more aggressive. And Alex stepped up to the challenge and was basically like, All right, I'm going to come at you with the same aggressiveness. That was the story that was being told here. And it was told very well. A big part of that does have to go to Alex Arsenal, in my opinion. Now, Chris, the one thing I would have changed about this match, we had the awesome honor and opportunity to interview Haas Holding a couple of weeks ago on the show. Right. That man is very charismatic. He's very vocal. He's just, I, I said this before, he, 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 he's a, he's a throwback to the old school, mm -hmm. you know, cause that's the era that he comes from. He loves that old back in the day of, of the Von Erics and the Freebirds and all that. When he did that promo for us for the show, that's exactly what it sounded like. I would have loved to have seen that or, or heard that in the match. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He was too quiet for me during that match. I would have loved to have seen him standing up there. Come on, boy. Come on. Let's see what you got for the old man. Come on. You know, I would have yeah. loved to have seen exchanges like that. We you got Arsenal I mean? yelling, come here, you country ass. Yeah. Your big old yeah. country ass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Arsenal was doing great. I would have loved to have seen that from him because he has the voice. Yeah. He has that character. If I just think that would have added so much more to the match as a whole, it would have had more substance. It was a great contest, but I want more of that storytelling, right? I love the way Alex sold the Iron Claw. I do. Yeah. I wish there would have been more drama behind the Iron Claw. I wish he would have did what the Von Erichs did back in the day and raise his hand up like, I'm about to throw this on him. He just put it on him so quickly that had you not heard the show, or known about him before, you wouldn't have realized that that's the move that he goes to. Like that's right. like almost like his finishing move, right? Honestly, if I hadn't had the interview with him, I would have sat there thinking, "Oh, homeboy's busting out the iron claw. That's kind of cool," and it wouldn't have been that big of a deal, you know. But because he explained what it was about, I understood it. But what about the fan that doesn't know that? You see what I'm saying? If he would have done a little bit more to show you know do this and nod and look at the crowd like i'm about to get him i'm about to get him you know what yeah. i mean or or hell david von eric this is for you and gone for it you know what i mean like something I'm sorry what's up you look like you're about to do a spinner rooney <laughs> bye time, bye time. <laughs> you know um but if he would have done something like that i don't know if you ever um i i know i'm older than you um i don't know if you ever saw any matches with bruiser brody a right. couple. Okay. Bruiser Brody outside the ring. He's a very articulate, very smart man. But in the ring, he was known as this crazy wild man, right? Right. 
Haas Holding has a little bit of that aura to him. I wish he would have let that out a little bit, you know, not incoherent speech because we know the guy can talk, but like Bruiser Brody, dude, there were times he did the weirdest things in a match, but it added to what he was doing. He would do this right. thing where he'd hold his hand like this and he'd go, hush, 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 and he would just go nuts. You know what I mean? So I just feel had Haas Holding been a little more vocal, a little more dramatic in some of the stuff that he did, I think it would have added so much more to this match because the way that I saw the exchange going, even though Alex Arsenal is also a babyface, in the match itself, Arsenal was more on the heel side than Holding was. Right. And I think that's how it should have been played out. But having said all that, it was still a good contest. The fact that Holding is 60 years old and still able to perform at that high of a level, I got my hats off to him on that. And Alex Arsenal, again, Wow, chef's kiss, my friend. You, sir, still bring it every single time. I mean, Chris said it. It's like you're performing in front of thousands every time you get in that ring. And I tell you, us here, we totally respect that and love you for it. It was awesome. It was awesome. Definitely. And this overall card itself was great. Uh, from the opening segment with uh, Arsenal, Exotic, Drew, and Pac to the involvements from each of those men throughout the night. And then, you know, with their respective future opponents, you know, there's they they kept the story going throughout the night. Yeah. And one thing I do want to say, Chris, I was going to mention this. And I forgot. I'm sorry. Um, when we we're talking about selling another one that's really awesome at selling is Drew Dredd. Oh, yeah. He sells his ass off as well. And, and that just again, that just goes again to his professionalism. Um, he just he brings it and and he can sell there was one move i can't remember what it was exactly but when uh valero hit him with it i'm gonna be honest it was it was a bitch ass move it really wasn't anything but the way he sold it you you thought that it was you know what yeah. i mean so he, he's another one that that sells his ass off i thought it was great um elijah uh, cobra he's another one that sells really well you know and 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 that's the thing about nlw having that high caliber of talent on their roster is why they are the next level of professional wrestling. I just have to say it quite honestly. Yeah, yeah definitely. And again, we've said this before that yes, we are the official podcast or they are the official pressing promotion of our podcast. Right. Um, so you, you know, it may come across as we're being biased in this situation, but the reality is they truly are a talented bunch of wrestlers over there. You know, and we're not saying that just to blow smoke up their ass, you know. Um, we don't do that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, exactly. we 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 tell the truth. If you if we have something that we want to get, and again, it's our opinion. If we say something that may not be flattering to a to a wrestler or to a promotion, again, our opinion, our podcast, we're not trying to offend anybody. We're just trying to, you know, do what we do and do what we love. But the reality is there is a lot of talent there. That we have seen and there's been some talent that's come through there that wasn't exactly up to par to what we expect out of them mm -hmm. but it still doesn't take away the fact that right now the top level the top wrestling promotion in the state of texas at this moment in our opinion is next level wrestling definitely definitely and speaking of next level wrestling big surprise uh coming into the show now um we were texting back and forth we have mr elijah galindo what? Yeah. Where that fool been? Where that he's, fool been? He's 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 coming in right now. Elijah, where you at, my friend? Come on. I am right here. What's going hey, on? Hey, hey, man. What's up? Hey, hey, real quick, I got a question for you. What's up, man? What's your safe word? 
<laughs> My safe word? Here's your safe word. It's the most popular safe word. It's pineapples. Oh, okay. All right. This All right. guy. Man, pineapples. You, you you came you came at a great time. We just got through uh doing the recap of the show. Um Oh yeah. Great show. We got to tell you right here, uh, while we have everybody listening, thank you so much for sending us the footage since we weren't able to be there in person. Uh, you need to, you need to, uh, pay your cameraman another sandwich, uh, for the, for the <laughs> work and that he need, does. And you need to invest in better uh, equipment because I was having trouble trying to play it on my VHS. <laughs> <laughs> I, had to, I had to whip out my VCR, sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll be sure to look into definitely getting some VHS tapes for the, all these shows. <laughs> anyway, um, man, I'm glad I'm glad you're here because we were just about to start talking about what's coming up in November. But since you're here, sir, I would love it. We would love it if you would just give us a glimpse of what we can expect in Crystal City on November 6th. Man, uh what you can expect, um, obviously, for NLW to do NLW, you know, go out, show up in Crystal City. This will be our second ever show in Crystal. The first one was, an, was a ginormous success. You know, we were able to pull a, an audience of over 90, uh, around 90 people, you know, for our first ever show in a small town like that. You know, that's really great. And this awesome. time we're obviously looking to do it bigger. We're looking to, you know, hopefully for sure pass the 100, the 100 ticket mark. That's our goal. Um and, you know, you're going to see a lot of great talent. You're obviously going to see the Russell Vlogs championship match, which uh, which is right now set to be me versus Chris Austin. But I know mm. I've been chatting with Julio. He's thinking about adding a wild card to the match. So it might become a three-way dance. Interesting. Uh, so who knows what will happen there. But you guys will obviously see me uh, compete for some gold. Um, We're going to see you win have... some gold, sir. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, that's the plan. You already know. You're no. I've been I've been extremely confident. I was confident going up against Ray, and look what happened. Yeah. Um. So there's that match, and then we also have a few other surprises. Uh, Danny Orion will be in the building, representing Ooh. Culture Shock. We I'd will like have a debut. I'd like to tell him hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you're gonna do more than just say hi. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna give him a hug. And just squeeze the freaking hell out of him. No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> uh, Ronald McDonald, I'm sure, will like that. Um, <laughs> but just don't grab his McNuggets. We also, yes, don't. Yeah, don't grab the McNuggets, please. I don't need a. I don't need any sort of uh, HR complaints. Yeah. Don't pit, um, and don't piss on him too, because apparently he likes he likes that. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's his kink. Yeah, I saw I saw that promo and I was just like, "What am I watching?" <laughs> <laughs> me for some surprise too, Good God, it. when oh, did you man. when did you give him your piss to drink? Is what I want to know. <laughs> I wonder where he got it from. Honestly, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Also, now I'm gonna just be very. Oh I'm my God! Flush the toilet twice. For real. <laughs> Oh man, if you haven't seen that promo, guys, you need to find it on social media. Oh it, my God, it's it's definitely vintage Danny Orion, but it does make you scratch your head. But it was so damn entertaining, I gotta say. <laughs> but anyway, definitely go ahead and go continue, continue, Elijah. We do also have, um, we do also plan on having a debut. Uh, it's actually going to be the debut of Prince Adam, who actually. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys are aware or who know who Prince Adam is, but Prince Adam is actually uh, He Man. <laughs> yeah, he's the alter ego of He Man. <laughs> actually, so the Prince Adam I'm referring to is a wrestler on the independent scene. 
he actually used to be one of the trainers at AAPW, which, oh, wow. fun fact, he also was one of the trainers of the Culture Shock Boys. Oh, wow. So okay. It'll be interesting so to have sucks. him there. Um, <laughs> he's going to have, he actually has a lot of family that lives in Crystal, too. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so, so that'll be a bit of a homecoming for him in a sense. So what um, you're saying, so what you're saying is we're not going to see Battle Cat. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> Who knows, man? Who knows? You know, I know they'll be full of surprises. Um, right. But other than that, man, we just got a lot of great matches. Um, we're Maybe gonna, we'll get Mooncat. to announce some more. Oh, Mooncat's great. I love Mooncat. Uh, really great talent out of the out of McAllen. Um, and his his costume. Did y'all see his costume? Yes. Okay, so it was the, the costume. He, it was a costume. Yeah, it was. It was a costume. Yeah, that's okay. Not, I was like, he doesn't normally costume. wrestle I didn't like know that. Was his everyday wear? <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay. Yes, uh, he usually brings the funk. He's a he's a cool cat. He's a cool cat though. Um, no pun intended. The rest of the valley. <laughs> but but yeah, man, we got a lot of great matches outside of that that are going to be scheduled for the card. Uh, we'll be definitely posting a lot more about those cool. hopefully here soon in the next uh, over the next week. Cool. Well, uh, I'm excited about it. I'm going to be there, man. Definitely. I will definitely be there in attendance, ready to do my thing. I'm telling you, bro, I'm going to I'm going to be getting people coming out of the ring. If I piss them off, I piss them off. I don't care. I want to get don't the piss on them. Just I want <laughs> no da Daniel Ryan. I like that, though. Um, yeah. I want to get the scoop, man. I'm going to catch them as they leave the ring. I'm going to do what I can to talk to them. But yeah, I, I plan to be all over that, man, for sure. Yeah, awesome, I'm gonna man. I'm, I'm gonna to try it. to to get. To, I know for sure I'm already got on my calendar for December show. Definitely gonna be there for that one. So we'll see what comes up on this one. Yeah, and uh, oh, also Rob. Uh, yeah, I know you were asking the other day. I know Julio's gonna be there at the show. So if oh, you're cool. trying to get WrestleFest tickets, that'll be your opportunity. To awesome. Do so as well. I will do that 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 day then for sure. I plan on being at WrestleFest. I'm getting me a VIP ticket. So you tell Julio I said save me one because I need it. <laughs> I'll get you to send them the link to the podcast to get you a listen. And then definitely, definitely. Hey, we'll 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 blast the hell out of it. South Texas WrestleFest, uh, McAllen, Texas, coming up in November. Uh, was it November? Is it eighteenth or nineteenth? Nineteenth. Nineteenth. No, November nineteenth is going to be an awesome, awesome festival. I'm going to smack around a bunch of luchadors. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. I'm going to be there in attendance. I am so looking forward to it. It's going to be so I'm much. As long as they're not kids. Yeah, don't be don't be slapping kids, bro. Yeah, don't first, be slapping kids, dude, first of man. all, you leave them there after they get their ass kicked, and then <laughs> now you're gonna be slapping kids. Come on, bro. Come on, now. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. They're, they're, they're not kids. These are grown, grown okay, adults okay. that wear masks. Okay, gotcha. You know gotcha. what? I feel like wearing a mask too. You know, I haven't had my cobra mask, so I'm gonna dress as Nacho Libre for this. <laughs> nice. Sometimes you wear stretchy pants. <laughs> nice. Very nice. <laughs> that is awesome. Oh, well, I'm definitely looking forward to the Christmas. City show, like I said, I plan on being there. Um, it's gonna be awesome. I'm so looking forward to it. Um, I'm I'm just looking forward to all the action, and of course, seeing all the stars from NLW. Um, I'm gonna be happy to see them all, even the ones that kind of you know ruffle the feathers a little bit. But that's what it's all about. So I am definitely excited about this event coming up, Elijah, for sure. It's gonna be awesome, man. It's gonna be awesome. You know how NLW rolls, and yeah. uh. I've, I haven't had a chance to listen to the review. I know you guys just brought me in, but uh, I'm really looking forward to it, man. I hope that uh, you guys did enjoy the show to its fullest extent. And, Definitely. Uh, you know, 
Mm. <laughs> I hope you guys are looking forward to the next one because we got a lot more fire coming up. I, I can assure you that. Definitely. Hey, man, I'm about to put you on the spot. So the day of the show in Crystal City, right? That's the yeah. that's going to be a Sunday. Now, I know you're a busy man. You're doing shows all over the place. You're performing. But if you are free the Saturday before, okay, the day, the very day before, if you are free, that is when I am actually having my Christmas party. And I'm going to be making a big pot of menudo. So you are more than welcome to come over and partake. Word? What about yeah. the pozole? Yeah, Word? that's that's all going to be in there. I don't just make pozole, dude. It's menudo. You don't like menudo or what? No, I do. I'm just saying oh, okay. last time with your Christmas party, you have I did, I did have pozole because there were some people that didn't like menudo. You so. also don't show me his lightsaber. I'm, <laughs> I'm about to have to look through my contacts and see who's trying to go have some menudo. Yeah, bro. You're oh, you are man. you are invited. You are definitely really invited. disappointed when Ricky Martin's not there. But yes, as soon as Chris says he wants to see my snake, I'm walking out. <laughs> <laughs> like right after him in the parking lot in the driveway. <laughs> Show me your Show snake. Me your snake. <laughs> <laughs> That's leave, awesome. Leave Frank alone. <laughs> Wait, you named your snake Frank? <laughs> yeah, his name is Frank. Oh, that that's awesome. He oh pan- it, it, it's it's Pancho for nickname. <laughs> so it's a Frank and Weenie. <laughs> Frank and Weenie, you get it, you get it, you understand. Oh my god! <laughs> I swear that this stream. I, I don't know. I don't know how the language was throughout the show, but I guarantee that he jumped up to rated X real quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it could have been worse, Chris. He could have named. Start having to put disclaimers at the beginning. I know, of right? <laughs> it could have been worse, Chris. He could have named it Russell. Russell the love muscle. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna start using that now. That's perfect. Russell, Russell the, the love, love muscle. muscle. Russell the love muscle. I'm gonna oh. I'm gonna oh have to God. use that as a pickup line, and I'll let y'all know how it goes. Okay, cool. Okay. <laughs> if it works, you gotta give me credit. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you credit. I'll give you a lot of credit for that one. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> hey, Elijah, we do appreciate you coming on at the tail end of the show to let everybody know what's coming up uh, in Crystal City. Um, so if you're in the area, you need to come out. You need to check NLW Action because I'm telling you, and and nobody do it better. Nobody does it better than ain't NLW. No nope. I, it's, it's just like nobody does it better than this podcast. That's right. Yep, Mega that's Powers Progressive Podcast. That's right. So you got to have the two best partner up and that's what we're doing so elijah thank you so much for stopping in we do appreciate it and we will see you soon brother yes sir we'll see you soon thank you guys for having me yeah man hang tight we'll be here with you in just a second yes sir all right well chris great show uh able to recap an awesome nlw show it was amazing i cannot wait for the next one i'm really really looking forward to it uh but guys this week we will have a recap show for raw for smackdown for dynamite and rampage we will promise you we will have that um and uh talk more wrestling action so remember you can always contact us reach us on our social medias reach us on our email all the information will be at the end of the show in our little music that we play um chris you got anything you want to end with you good Uh, i'm gonna see if my wife will let me call it russell the love Oh my God. What have I done? <laughs> oh my 
Oh my god. Oh my god. Anyway, <laughs> you guys have a great rest of your week. We will see you or you will hear us on Saturday with the recap show. Until then, keep it here. Keep listening to us because we are the best in the business. I stand by my word and what I say. So all y'all have a great night, except for you, Daniel Ryan. You can suck it. All right. Y'all take whoa, care. Whoa, don't throw the offer out there. <laughs> <laughs> y'all take care. Till next time. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Mega Powers Pro Wrestling Podcast. If you'd like to contact the show with your input or questions, email us at megapowerswrestling at gmail.com. That's megapowerswrestling at gmail.com. Also find us on all social media by searching Megapowers Pro Wrestling Podcast. Until next week, we wish you good vibes and Godspeed.